Welcome to the After Dark Podcast with Anthony James and Conrad. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hello and welcome to the After Dark Podcast. I'm Anthony James and that's Conrad. Hello. And back with us again, it's Emmett. Oh my god, I feel like a shell-shocked veteran at this stage with everything that's happened in season season three. Oh my oh. god. Okay, so before we go any further, I just want to say we made a decision between the last episode and this episode to have Emmett just watch up to episode seven of season three. So he hasn't seen the finale yet. We're going to be doing that next week. And the reason we decided to do that is one, obviously, for that sweet, sweet content. And the other thing is because next week, uh, I think is the it's very close to the year anniversary of Dark season three coming out. So it's 23rd of June is when it came out. It'll go up on the 21st of June. So therefore, we're like celebrating Dark season three coming out with Emmett experiencing it for the first time. What do you think, guys? It's predestined, surely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's predestined. It's like it's the, like the predetermined. End. Sorry, excuse me. Like yeah. it's a deterministic model that we're that we're living in here, and we didn't have any other choice but to end up this way. It was always going to end this way. Yeah, predetermined. Okay. So, you, so if you say predetermined, dark pops into my head. But when you said pre-de- <laughs> predestined, I uh, it popped into my head was like a little a little red comet going across the Dothraki Sea sky. You know, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the end is the beginning, and the beginning is the end. Yeah, well, that's oh. that's that's how it is on this channel, and it will, shall always be. Um, anyway, Mary Mazda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, right. I remember that witch's name. All right, uh, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> What about Quaith? Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, they did her dirty in the uh, in the series. <laughs> Where's Wooden Mask Lady? Where's yeah. she gone? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, we're going to very quickly get into it because we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, there's so much in this season. It's going to take the shape of general. We're going to ask uh, Emmett how he thinks his theories got on. A couple of them hit. I'm sure he already knows that. And then we are going to be talking about his thoughts about all the different reactions of big parts of season three except for the finale, and then we'll ask him what his theories are for the finale. So, guys, are you ready to get into it here? Let's do it. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to rock. Let's go. Let's go. Are we doing a transition this week, or are we just taking a pregnant pause? Oh, let's break it down! Okay, so season three, Emmett. Uh, we'll start off talking about your theories. You're coming out of season two. What did you get right? What did you get wrong? Well, the big one that I got right which, you know, I think I can be awarded full credit, is the Eve theory that uh, Alt-Marta was going to be Eve. I actually, coming out of season two, that was my main, my first video I ever put up was the Adam and Eve uh, theory. Yeah, well, again, it, it, they set it up well uh, with the, the whole biblical um, sort of element of Dark, where, like, obviously there's characters like Adam and Noah, so, it, like, it, it feels good to piece it together, and, like, you, you know, obviously it means you're paying attention, but it's like, oh, yes, this this fits very naturally, and, like, it's a very uh, interesting sort of, uh, you know, development, especially because Marta, or at least the main universe Marta, has, yeah, she's been involved, but she's not been, like, that in the know and maybe not had that much influence on the plot at times. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the alt-Marta, obviously, especially in the rest of season three, is incredibly important and has a lot of influence on everything. So it's good to see her, like, at least a version of her being more active within the plot. Right. I, I enjoyed that a lot, you know. Okay. Um. And then I'm trying to think of what some of my other uh, theories... Well, one of my theories, which obviously because we haven't seen the end of the season yet, is still... Or I haven't seen the end of the season, is still hanging up in the air, which is, you know, to break the cycle, they might need to erase Winden from existence. Um, mm. Like, they they mm. might need to get rid of the town, because that's the root of where... I don't know if I'm any stronger or weaker on that point, now that um we've seen I've seen all of season three except the last episode because there's some bits that make me think oh maybe I'm right and then other bits where I'm like uh you know for example the triple man or whatever we're gonna call him the Gary the son Gary. Gary Gary slash the unknown the unknown the is unknown. that what they called him oh, yes he's called the unknown <laughs> in the show but also uh, Conrad called him the cleanup crew yeah yeah the so you see so yeah, just I- go around killing people. Uh, my my name for him jokingly was uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Uh, you know, just just to sort of keep the uh, the biblical aspect of it. Wait, intact. which one? Which one's which? Is the uh, old man that? the ghost? Yeah, yes, the old man's the ghost. The you know, obviously oh, okay. the little boy is the son. Right, uh, it's okay. like 
it's sort of like uh, my version of the uh, the maiden, the mother, and the crone. It's the the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. I mean, it it, do, it does work. Uh, I did some uh, analysis in an episode of Dark Discussions way back when, uh, where I was talking about the role of who's the, who's Jesus basically in uh, in Dark. Yes. Um, and I came to the conclusion that it's actually, and we're at the point now, pretty sure. Careful now. Yeah, that's, that's what Careful I'm thinking. Now. I'm pretty. Sh- I think I. I think I can't say what I want to say, even okay. though I probably can. I'm not going to. I'll save it for next week. So next week, Emmett, ask me who's Jesus. Yeah. Who, uh, who's Jesus? But uh, so you're 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 predicting a world without Winden, you might say. Yeah, a world where Winden doesn't exist, or a world where Winden did exist, but like eventually sort of fell apart because okay. they they never had like the power plan. In like Winden, they got rid of the power plant because it's where obviously a lot of the the dark matter and stuff comes from. Mm-hmm. So like, if you wanted to really end the apocalypse, you would get rid of that. So obviously, we see that the the cleanup crew, uh, Gary, uh, he had a big hand in its existence. Yeah, uh, in a whole. Yeah. So you know, to untangle the knot, you know, that sort of makes me think that potentially I'm right on that one. Again, I still have to watch the last episode, so I don't know. But, um, you know, the fact that he, he, well, not only ensures that the power plant exists, but also ensures that in both timelines that the, the meltdown happens, uh, makes me think maybe I'm on to something there. And, you know, I'm just waiting. And again, I just keep always thinking back to how people describe things like Winden as like a black hole, as like a, like a cancer, like, a, like oh, and wanting to wipe it off the map. Like, the most obvious thing there is obviously it being wiped off the map by the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm wondering if they're talking about, like, uh, that's a way to, like, fix the problem. But th- things that make me a little bit more skeptical about my theory at this stage is now the ever-expanding, complicated family tree <laughs> that is all of Winton. Yep. <laughs> Where it's like, oh... You know, you know, there's some time that we like, uh, where like me, me and Anthony are in Ireland, and there's some towns out in Ireland which are really small, and everyone knows each other, and yeah. there's always a, there's always a joke made where people are born and inbred with that <laughs> town. They really take it to a whole different level in 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 Wyndham, Small town living, like, small town living. Small. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when you have small town living yeah. mixed but in. Yeah, everyone, everyone's your cousin. It, it's <laughs> yes. just, it's it's unavoidable. <laughs> Or everyone's your aunt. Did did the director? No, this is this, this might come across as a little bit disrespectful. Did the director of uh, Dark have like a really attractive aunt that he was ah. close to? Because there's a lot of people like you know quite close with their aunts in this film, uh, no, in this series. And I'm just like, mm, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but this happens enough where I'm like. Is this autobiographical to a certain extent? I mean, like, I feel, going? I feel like the the depiction of those relationships isn't wholly positive. So, I feel like they're more. Not. Yeah, I feel, I feel like they are thankfully coming down on the side of being against <laughs> incest. Anti uh, uh, anti incest, uh, a hard line to toe. Uh, also, Eunice and Altmata aren't from the same world, so although technically yep. DNA wise incest, come on, they got. They, I mean, there's, there, there's plenty. Here. Plenty of times in this season where particularly the older old martyrs are giving Jonas a little nudge and be like, listen, you guys can be together here. There's no rules against yeah. it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, I feel like, okay, while technically that might be correct, in spirit, that's it's still wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suggesting I mean, that. It, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make Jonas any less like half your DNA in the sense uh, yeah. of like he's related to your brother. Like, a, It's like, yes, it's DNA from another timeline. But like you know, uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, like it's just it's so it it is so great. And then when obviously we reveal, we finally get revelations for who's related to certain characters that we didn't know about already, which just further tangles it. And you're like looking at it, being like, "So are you related to this person?" But then you married this person, and oh my god, I'm so confused. It's okay, like it, yeah. Yeah, so next yeah. next week we're gonna have uh, the dark quiz where we when I we're gonna quiz you two, but I, but oh, I, I, I I'll ask you this, Emmett, just to see where your understanding is now. I'm gonna ask you a couple of characters, and I want to tell you who that. Oh, okay. tell me who their parents are, okay? Okay. Um, who are Noah's parents? So it's Bartos and Silja, who is the daughter of Hannah and Egon. Bing- I believe. Bingo, bango, you got it. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, you know, we, we stick with the, we stick with Cilia here. We try and be a bit highbrow. I mean, I, I, it's funny, you yeah. know, like there's there's a lot of uh, names I really mispronounce really badly, yeah. and I think I'm doing great. And then someone in the comments says, <laughs> just just so you know, like so I I actually um, got a, a a private message on Instagram from from quite a big uh, you know uh, Instagram page who's like a dark fan, and and they said just so you know for the next eighteen ninety nine. It's Barra. I, I can't even pronounce it. I haven't even looked up, but I was pronouncing the the creators of the show's names was quite slightly wrong. Oh, okay. Um, and they said, you know, you know, great stuff or whatever. Just just get that right for the next time, just because people will <laughs> slate you, you know. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, fair enough. You know, they make the creators of the show. I I I thought I was doing a good job. Apparently not. Yeah. Well. Was it Celia for the the character that I had just mispronounced? Is that the correct pronunciation? Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not Apologies. Yeah, Celia. Sorry, apologies on that one. I think her name has been said very few times. You so. just Celia boyed that hoe. To, oh uh, God! To call no. us, <laughs> call, call us back to uh, yeah, um, little, little callback, little callback, yeah. little callback to our previous discussions on the After Dark a podcast, right? Um, yeah. So uh, okay, so uh, you don't know. Okay, you, you've actually shown me that you know quite a lot. He about is paying it. attention. You're paying attention. Yes, I- yeah, I want I want to know everything. I like I want to understand like this complicated family tree because that's because now it's become this situation. Because before it was like if we stop the time travel, you know, only Jonas will be gone. But it's like oh, that's not true anymore. If we stop the time travel, we're not just going to u- lose Jonas. We're going to use like Noah, Agnes, and then we're going to lose Charlotte, and we're going to yeah, we're going to lose so many more people if the time travel doesn't happen. So that's part of my reason why I'm like. Maybe they're not going to get rid of Winton, Winton, because if they get rid of Winton, then it's not just Jonas that disappears from the timeline. It's oh, yeah. a load of other yeah, very a... important people who disappear. So that, and, that's why. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a knot. It's yeah. like, it's well described. It's, it's a big old yeah. mess. Yeah, they're very it's important. In, they're very important in regards to keeping this incestuous knot going. Um, yes. Do humans have so. inherent importance, Emmett? Oh, that is a very good question. <laughs> That is a very good question. It's a very philosophical <laughs> question where it's like, uh, uh, very quick aside, and then we'll get back to dark. It's that it's that question of like, if the human race was whittled down to the point where they're, it's so small that the only way for it to survive would be to do something terrible to keep the human race alive, is is there inherent worth in keeping the human race alive if you have to do something that is so morally reprehensible that like, you know, it completely warps what the species is going to be going forward. Like, that's an interesting philosophical question to me, where it's like, what is the merit of humanity's continued existence if, you know, our existence is predicated on, like, say we were to, like, bring back slavery to ensure the survival of the human race? Like, what is the merit of human existence at that point? Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I'm saying, I'm going down on the side of, like, we should just let the human race die at that stage. I mean, the the Earth... If that's the only option, you know? The Earth would be better off, uh, if nothing else. Uh, You know... Yes. We are a scourge on this planet, 100%. (laughs) Um, you can you can a hundred percent make that argument for it's like you know for the you know if you value the the continuing existence of Earth more than the human race like you know welcome to Earth um you can like make a really good argument for like maybe we shouldn't be around we're causing a lot of havoc you know we're I I just possibly wish, go- I wish time capsules existed in in, in like backwards if because I, I knew the human race was going to go mm. but then I saw a time capsule and there was like uh there was like you know intelligent rats or something right uh and just like potter pottering about and they have their own society now i'd be like all right well you know there's no reason why we can't you know let that grow so we'll let the humans go because i like the idea of this rat society being there yeah where, like what, a- where is this conversation going like what is like, I, I, what, what, the fu- what, the, what the fuck are you talking about apparently <laughs> like, well i suppose it's it's coming down to the, the one of the main how themes. how is it explain to me how this is related to dark in any way i can't oh, because oh, he hasn't I, seen I, episode I, eight i, I will 100 percent be able to yeah, right. tie this back into dark well, because why? because adam and eve adam and eve are both doing terrible terrible things to ensure the existence of their own well, they're, timelines they're doing each other to maintain well existence. adam adam like, adam doesn't see adam seems to have wanted to destroy things for most of this time. yeah 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 but, but uh, eve wants to like even like eve who's trying to save her own timeline she's doing horrible stuff like essentially ensuring the destruction of a whole different timeline a whole different like yeah. you know uh world of people and it's like that that's what i mean that that's an interesting conundrum that dark itself sort of kind of brings up to a certain extent it's like 
at what point, like, uh, at what level of depth are you willing to sink to ensure survival for your people? And is that worthwhile? You know, that, and that's an interesting, so, like, as long, we went kind of off on a weird tangent, but it does sort of tie into something that's well, been I think brought I, up a lot in 3. I, I think the I think the thing in season 3, to, to relate back to that, that always struck me, is that, like, it finally kind of explains why Adam's um, goal has been to destroy everything. So I think up until that point, it's kind of like, I don't really understand why Adam mm. just wants everything to be fucked up, um, yeah. because it seems like a... Uh, a net loss for literally everyone involved in the mm. situation but in season three i really like the way they kind of land that narrative plane so you understand why he's he has this like scorched earth approach to everything yeah. it's like if you like if i can't have it no one's having it like let's just yeah. burn it all down basically yeah, yeah. yeah. well i, I kind of understood it from like a, a like a philosophical standpoint because like uh in this world of dark we've sort of uh, established that you know, you can argue that no one has free will in this world because time and like the 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 loop will always force things to go back to the way that they're supposed to be. Oh, like, but is know, that a comment on on humanity's uh, inherent desire to repeat behaviors that we are mm. we are predisposed to to um, to performing? That's what that's but, how I read that as well. Like you, yeah. you know, Ulrich will always be helga's head in because ulrich is the kind of person who will always make those mistakes and beat helga's head in so i think i do think you're right i think that i think it is saying like oh you know they don't really have free will but i think it is also a comment on the very nature of free will itself like yeah are we really free within ourselves to make these kind of choices that are out of character because none of these characters are gonna ever change basically yeah i, I think you know, obviously season three with the alt timeline getting to see you know, certain things have changed, but certain things continue along. For example, like mm. Ulrich is always going to end up cheating on his partner. Yeah, yeah. That, se- that seems to be a big issue of his. You set your watch it, to an Ulrich affair. Like it's yeah. always good. Like... Lovely fella. Uh, it, lovely fella. Yeah, love, lovely fella. Like I- I'm not, you know, defending any of his cheating. It's just it seems to be a problem that he has. You know, Hannah will never be happy whatever timeline sort of she's in. She yeah. always. Yeah, because she's always obsessed with Ulrich, it ends up always causing her a lot of uh, pain and stuff, and it's just very Mm. interesting. I will say, one positive thing in all timelines, and I hope the last episode of season three does not mess us up, my my favourite relationship in the show has to be Magnus and Francesca. Because Francisca, Francisca. Yeah. oh sorry, Francisca. Because Francesca, no, Francesca. No matter the time, no, no matter the timeline, no matter like the point in the history, they seem to love each other oh, and yeah. seem to like. Because Dark is a show that is filled with people having affairs and being in loveless marriages and stuff like that, and they seem to be like the one, like like the two people who love each other unequivocally, no matter the timeline. And I really hope. That like you know, freaking the I last think, episode. Um, Noah and Ellie as well. That's the other one I'd say. Like those two, um, I think that's a pretty pure relationship. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I just I think I maybe just noticed uh, Francesca and Magnus more. Francesca. He's done it again. He's done it again. Francesca. <laughs> oh, sorry. Apologies. I'm I, the only reason I'm pointing this out is because I'm worried that I'm not good because my my like skill and knowledge retention is very poor at the best of times. Yeah. So I just want to put I want to I basically want to score points before we actually get to the quiz. So oh, when okay. when I when I'm trounced, it's not uh it's not. As embarrassing I'll, as it could otherwise but be. But also, I'll, also, Conrad and I are both pedantic fucks. So, yeah. um, <laughs> just to, just to annoy you, tonight, I'll just refer to her as Franny all the time. Oh, you know, that's absolutely her. fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's, uh, Magnus yeah. and Franny. But I, I guess I just noticed it in you know the old timeline as well because obviously you know uh, in the in that timeline, obviously for whatever reason, she's the one who is uh, deaf. Yeah, and you know Magnus has obviously gone through a lot more, like from his parents' divorce and stuff. But they still find each other, and like they still really seem to care about each other. And we see a little bit more of their like future incarnations and yeah. the fact that like they still seem to care a lot about each other. And mm-hmm. like oddly in this show, especially in seasons uh, three, where like oh my god, it's a bit of an emotional roller coaster. You lose a lot of people at different points. Mm. Like it's this odd little like moment of light where it's just like seeing these two people who like have been through so much, but at least have each other. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. And I yeah. really, really hope that I don't get a horrible gut punch in the next episode. Uh, like, I'm like, it, 
if the whole town explodes and everyone dies and we end on like a, a downer note, I want to at least know that uh, Franny and Magnus still loved each other. Because uh, I, I just think of like, because the last episode end, I think ended with like, uh, or at least one of the last episodes ended with like their alt versions dying in the explosion. Yeah. But like yeah. they them dying together was quite sweet, especially because, you know, they had that little conversation because like obviously alt Marta Eve had tried to warn Magnus and he didn't believe her. And like they had this moment of like, oh, well, at least if the world ends today, we like were together. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, oh, so God, it's, it has like a very kind of like teenage devil may care attitude to it. It's like, do you really yeah. mean that, or are you just saying that because you're eighteen? And then, um, yeah. But I mean, you know, they say no, they their know, guns. They really, mean, yeah. they really mean it because they're yeah. eighteen. I think. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they really mean it because they're eighteen, and you also see that at least in one timeline they do stick together and yeah. they do that love each other. So it's like it, it's one of those funny things of like I imagine like I can imagine Katarina in that timeline. Being like, oh, what do you know about love? You're 18. And then like, yeah, they they know about love. They, you know, yeah. that was that was true love, potentially. They turn you know? up in their 50s and they're just like, listen, not only did we stay together, but we stayed together <laughs> through several apocalypses. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know. Well, yeah, uh, ma- yeah. Maybe, mum, you can't throw stones. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, if that, if that was me uh, and I saw that thing coming towards me, uh, it would not have been as, uh, as lovely and sweet. Uh, it would have been me and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we record scratch, freeze frame as you're like turning <laughs> yeah. around and running away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would not go quietly in the fire. I would be, I would be, I would be running. Uh, I'd probably I, jump I, under the water, to be honest. Yeah. By, they're by the lake, I think, when they die, aren't yeah. they? Like, so you, I don't know what happens. I guess the water probably just like superheats and you just boil alive. Or, uh, yeah, we had, we had this conversation with the Sisyphus episode recently where the same yeah. sort of thing happened. And like, I was like, I wouldn't just like the same a character just stood there and just accepted. I was like, jump in the water. There's water yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Give it a go. Let's yeah. see what happens. You know? yeah. What do you got to lose? Yeah. Even if the next, even if I have to live 10 minutes more being boiled to death, I still want a bit more life, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, I was going to say, it's really interesting as well because like, if you look at the family tree, both Francisca, as most characters are, it seems, both Francisca and Magnus are actually related. Like, they're yeah. like second cousins or something. Yeah. Um, well, which, so by everyone, the standards everyone, of the show... No, 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 yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, I really respect them because it's almost like they they knew like that they were related. They found out they were related, and they were like, let's not have any kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also think that's part of like you know, especially the uh, current uh, mindset that some people have, where it's like the world seems like it's almost on fire. Should we bring any children into this world? And yeah. like for them, it's much more apparent that like the world's in a bad place. It's like why don't we wait until we <laughs> figure out if the world's not going to be destroyed, and then we'll consider having kids. Maybe we can adopt or something. You know, it's like oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, they, and they they adopted. They adopted. Uh, they. I, I like to think of them as like uh, as Adam's adoptive parents. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Stewie and Family Guy. Like he thinks he's this maniacal, crazy guy, but really they're, they're the parents. Be like, off to bed, Adam. Off to bed. Yeah. <laughs> they're the one. Yeah, oh. they're the ones making him eat his vegetables and stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just gonna stay up eating crisps in his yeah. in his library. Yeah. Get, getting burnt trying to do time travel, you know. It's, oh, oh. oh, yes, exactly. Okay, so you, you obviously showed how his transition. <laughs> what, so we'll start there, actually. There's a load of things we need to talk about here. But what do you think yeah. about that tr- transition from stranger, middle Jonas into Adam? Yeah, well, it, yeah, you sort of see him sort of reach, like, the, the end of his hope. And that sort of mm-hmm. leads to his, like, sort of nihilistic or more nihilistic worldview that you see with Adam. Like, the idea of, like, destroying everything. So, like, you can kind of just see uh, with the stranger just going through all these hardships, all of these failures, like, it just chipping away at him. And, like, like it, like if, we, if, it's, if we're talking, to continue the metaphor of, like, sculpturing, you know, there, it's like, you know, the, you chip away and make this new sculpture of Adam underneath the stranger. It's like, it was always there, but, yeah. like, all these hardships brought that out in him. And I think that's culminated in a great way. And, like, it's sort of, you, you see, obviously, that he ha- gets burnt and stuff like that and ends up looking like Adam, but, like, the moment that it's cemented that he has become Adam is when he kills his own mum, like, w- smothering her with a pillow so that he can take uh, Celia so that she can be part of the plan to, like, yeah. 
I, w- I will say as well, it's it's after Hannah comes back and apologizes for everything. Um, yeah. yeah. Now Hannah takes responsibility for things that aren't her fault as well. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. like she did steal the time machine. Okay, fair yeah. enough. So which did cause yeah. a bit of a headache. But but she takes she she actually goes on such a journey that she comes back and actually apologizes for everything. Yeah. You, yeah. And it only took her having a son, I uh, know, a, a daughter that she actually cared about to yeah. uh, to do for. So, what do you think? Like in terms of Hannah, like that's why the whole way through, I sort of the whole time we've been doing these podcasts, like I've always known where Hannah's character ended up. So, mm-hmm. um, I always maybe defend her a little bit too much in the beginning when I don't need to because she is a bit of a like she's an absolute sociopath. Um, yeah. But but she does have a uh, sort of. A, a come to Jesus moment at the end, and yeah. she and she she sort of she apologizes <laughs> and she she's like back. She wants to be with her son because having the daughter realized actually what she, it made it, having her daughter realize probably what like all the failures she had for her son. So then she yeah. went. So she went and found him. I think uh, I don't know if you caught it, but Eva took her there. That's how she was able yeah. to get to that odd odd yeah. year. Um, and then and then uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Adam's just like, you know what? I can't move on until I'm truly free. And he just like, you know, yeah, yeah. got it got to cut himself free from all the ties that bind him and uh he's going to cut that cut those threads with a pillow to the face. You know, it was a you know, I would love to know more about Hannah's journey. You know, obviously we get a lot of hints about like how she's grown. I would love to know more about like her her time with her daughter, you know, before uh before she died because we have a a big jump obviously from like we see her sort of like dealing with the pregnancy and the no- the knowledge that she's pregnant. And then we cut forward in her timeline a lot to when she actually already has the, the daughter and like yeah. has been with her for a long time. Well, so I think, like, yeah, know, I think, I think yeah. she ends up in the nineties. Like, so she goes into the eighties. Uh, she like mm-hmm. takes her time travel forward and raises Celia in the eighties and obviously crosses over into the nineties. Cause Celia's like seven or something like that. So, yeah. so she would have, whenever Eva came to get her, it would have been like 93. Yeah. Yeah. So Celia oh, got so, to experience oh, Nirvana, which is that's well, a big, a always big, fun, a, a good choice made by yeah. uh, made by uh, <laughs> Hannah there. I I would love it if like in in certain scenes uh, Celia was just singing uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" um, <laughs> yeah. in the background. That would be good, you know. Yeah. Uh, They've got Walkman it, playing in bloom um, yeah. as they as they arrive. Um, yeah, I I think um, like there's not not to not to uh, like change our change our t- attack too much here, but I think there's a few deaths in this season. But um, mm-hmm. I think um, I think Hannah's to me is is probably the most impactful, and that is saying something because the three oh. I'm thinking about are all all real big moments. What Peter? Yeah, Do- what about I, I, Peter Doppler? Yeah, I mean oh. Peter and Katerina are the other two that are like woof. Mm. Like these are yeah. these are rough, but I think Hannah's to me because. Peter doesn't. Mm, Peter does have an arc, but it's yeah. less less of a He's, pronounced one than Hannah's. Yeah. Uh, I think Katerina and Hannah are the real. Like uh, Peter's is brutal. P- Peter's is like something out of Saving Private Ryan, as we've discussed yeah. before. Like with the kind of slow horror in his eyes as he realizes what's yeah. about to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whereas I think Hannah and Katerina, for me, those those are like such brilliant culminations of those characters' journeys, uh, and they're both heartbreaking. But I think I prefer Hannah's as far as one can I- prefer a death. Yeah, I think I think I maybe lean on liking Katarina's a little bit or feeling it a bit more. Maybe is a more of a correct way of putting it because I don't know, like because we we got a lot more. We'd had a lot of hints in early seasons that her mother was like abusive towards her. Yeah. Um, in early seasons, and then we see a bit more of it in the season, mm-hmm. and like just the fact that like you know Kat, uh, Katarina has been trying so hard this whole show to keep like, to get her family back together, and she seems like she's just about to do it, and the only way she can do it is by confronting, like, the person who abused her for so much of her life, and she seems like she gets, like, away with it at first, and then she gets murdered by her abuser, and, you know, then her present, or her present self at that point has to deal with her mom's reaction to the fact Mm -hmm. that she just killed her, and, like, is it continuing the abuse, and it's just a horrible... A horrible cycle and like I just feel so bad because Katarina's one of those people who's just trying to like her goal is so simple and so relatable in the sense of she's just trying to fix her family she doesn't care about like the grander scheme of the, all these plots and stuff she just wants her family and that's very relatable mm. and it's also like, yeah. and also then because uh, Antoinette pointed this out the moment where you realize that she is the dead body in the water yep, that they yep. were talking about in the earlier seasons. And that was and her own like, children talking about that. 
Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, oh no. And and, and she was the one who left the uh, St. Christopher pendant um, on Which, the uh, on, on the, the beach, beach for her daughter to find. Yeah. Well, she well, um, she didn't leave it. She, she well, ripped it. Ripped, ripped, yeah. she not ripped, intentionally. Ripped it off not her mum, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah. basically, same thing though. I, um, I'll also say like <sighs> there's a little bit of an analysis can be done um, if you were that way inclined in terms of like the trauma that Katarina had, right? So trauma from like a, a young age maybe teenage is a little old to to repress the trauma but like it can yeah. come out later in life so if you just were to view it like as like a metaphor it's like katarina her, her life starts falling apart when her husband cheats on her she all this trauma from her teenage years starts coming back to eventually mm. the trauma kills her um yeah. it's really really interesting in that regard you know and also in form because we see like katarina as a, a young adult and like you know, she's a bit of a shithead and a bully but like you can see that like a lot of that is coming out from the way that she's been treated by her mother, which doesn't justify anything that she does, but at least contextualizes and you understand a bit more about what how she ended up at this person who does this sort of stuff to other people because yeah. she feels powerless in her own home, so she wants to exert power in other places. Yeah. So it's just like it's 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 yeah it's very Katarina is very a very sympathetic character and it's just very sad to see her go in that way and then even though he's a a divisive character seeing old Ulrich waiting there for Katarina and she's never going to be there and like he had hope again for a brief moment and it's dashed once more and he's going to have to spend the rest of his life in the insane asylum in the in the, the care home and there's nothing he can do about it, and mm. just that look on his face also hits because it's yeah. just that moment of oh she's not, she's not coming, I'm I'm stuck here. This, yeah. this is it, and it's just like Ulrich, you know, obviously did a lot of terrible things, but I think we can agree that like his fate was not, you know, proportional to the crimes that he committed. If you know what I mean, I don't know. He like, smacked the kid into the head, hit him with a rock. I don't know. He did. He did. But the, if that was the my, kid, if, that, if that was my son, I would want the person yeah. who smacked him with a with a rock to be sitting at the age of eighty five in a mental institution. Like, sure. Well, again, my my only thing would be that, like, again, again, it doesn't justify what he did. But in the same way with with Katarina, you can see how he ended up at the conclusion that he did. And also, I'm just talking time, about like letter of the law. Oh yeah, letter of the. But at the same time, this was back. If it was today, yes, because we have stricter laws about how <laughs> in the we in treat the fifties they were. Yeah, everyone was bashing kids' heads. Yeah, <laughs> back when those back in the good old days. Oh no, no, I, I more I more <laughs> meant in the it, back in the good days when you could just kill a kid and it's all okay. But I, so I, I, I more political meant, correctness gone mad is what God. it is. <laughs> I just want to kill a kid. I just want to murder a child. God, that's that's gonna we're be a clipping voice that. Clip. We're clipping that. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a voice clip. I'm gonna run for office at some point, and that's gonna be used against me. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, I like I mean, like in the sense of like, if it was modern day and we were putting someone away for that crime, yeah, totally. It's just like back in the fifties because we see from the brief stint that Ulrich is. Are you there. saying back? So back in the you are actually saying so back in the fifties he didn't deserve to stay in as long. Yeah, well, no, back in the fifties he was tortured essentially for like because they didn't have like strict sort of laws on how to treat prisoners, and I feel more sympathy for him on that front because he had to go through probably decades of being like brutalized, beaten, drugged. So a- 80 like, years in prison is these from t- like today is equivalent to like 20 in the fifties because of how much, how badly you're treated. Yeah. Well, cause okay. like, yeah, they, they, they like, and again, he did nearly kill Hague, but he didn't. And he's also being convicted of like the murders of two people. He did not kill. And like, that's where my sympathy sort of comes in for him. Tempted it's like, Attempted murder, yes. Yeah. But, like, attempted murder is a much shorter sentence than actual murder, from my understanding. And also, he did not kill those other two kids. And Apples and oranges oh. here. What are we arguing? Yeah. This this yeah. man beat... The, uh, I, I, I say this in a way to rile the comments, too. Because I know, like, <laughs> obviously, obviously there is, like, both sides. And obviously there is a lot... Oh. Of, there's a lot of empathy in the in the Ulrich character, let me just say. But, yeah. but, he, he, but I, when you I start would, talking would... about the nitty-gritty details of it... Yeah. You can't help but just look like you're advocating a short sentence for someone who beat a child's head in. Like, Listen, I mean, look uh, at Helga. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That kid, come on. He was, he was always <laughs> going to be a serial killer. He was interested in birds. He had it know. coming. He, he came in with a knife. <laughs> although, although I will say, like, like I'm coming across like very sort of justice system penal. You know, I, I, yeah. I you know, you know, I, I just give these people therapy. That's all I think. You know, but at the same time, yeah. but at the same time, like you know. Um, beat a heads a kid's a, a heads a heads kid in. Um, and I think I think he probably Nailed did. It. Yeah, 
yeah, I nailed it. Um, yeah, has it's... has he actually has he actually changed his attitude? Like that's what I mean. So this is the whole point. I'm up for mm. giving someone a really short sentence because the whole po- obviously the whole point is not just to lock people away. The the whole point yeah. is to what's the word? I can't. I'm thinking of the rehabilitate word. to rehabilitate them, right? And to actually give them therapy and able to and actually have them realize, you know, and change that person and get them back into society. Mm. Ulrich at 85 years old or whatever he is has not changed one bit. Like he doesn't, right. he doesn't regret hitting that kid's head. He regrets that he didn't hit it harder. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, again, he, yeah, definitely. Um, it's a, his sympathetic qualities doesn't necessarily come from his own actions. I think it, my sympathy comes from him, from the mistreatment of prisoners at that time. And the fact that he was just essentially tortured for several decades you know, um, because like I don't know even... if I think he was tortured. I'd like this is purely interpretation, but I got the impression he He's was beaten away. up because because they wanted to try and get information out of him about what he did to the other kids and when yeah. it became. And so I reckon that maybe lasted a few weeks before they realized yeah, they weren't going to get anything. I mean, it's not great. I'm not saying torture yeah. prisoners, but like, I'm well, just he was tortured in a physical sense, and then he went to the insane asylum where he was drugged forcefully and kept in yeah. a you know location against his will. For like months about, and like the method of psychiatric care at that point was not good, so like he was not treated well, and then like um yeah, it's just he he, he yeah again he he did terrible things, but I do not think that the uh what do you call it the punishment was uh what was what's <laughs> didn't fit what's the crime the, yeah it didn't fit the crime in the sense of like you know he should be in prison for the rest of his life he probably shouldn't be drugged and beaten for several weeks like that's probably not the way to go about uh, that you know i'm just laughing so much at this because I, like i did it happened exactly what i thought i thought i thought we'll stoke this fire of the ulrich because yeah. it'll get the like it'll get the comments going and then five minutes later we're still talking about it and i'm just I was, it's, like, it's, no, no matter how much time we talk about this no matter how much we like change like i'll change the side i'm arguing from and everything you'll always yeah. get people in the comments who want to give their two cents on the ulrich situation and I, it's yeah. it's just hilarious to me that i already no, we're gonna get the comments. I already know. <laughs> has the has the has the creator of the show discussed Ulrich much uh, outside of the context of like the? Uh, he said he like... he said he should have got the death penalty. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm not a death penalty person. You know. <laughs> Just to put that out there, not not a not a not a big believer in that. You know, that's not your that's not your alter ego. Death yeah. penalty person. <laughs> I want to murder. I want to murder children, but not be put to death yeah. for it. You know, like I, I want to be able to get out a, and a yeah. fan of murdering children. That's like, <laughs> but no, yeah. but not a fan of murdering with impunity. But yeah, but not prisoners. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'll, hold on, I'll I'll, I'll I'll do a big smile here, and then yeah, someone yeah. can put that underneath as like a yeah. Right, anyway, nice. you're, you're in favour of murdering children, but here's a question of for course. you. Nice segue here. Are you in favour of murdering your alternate self to save your children? Um, that mm. is, in my mind, the most badass moment, and I've said it before, I love that moment. I will sometimes just go and rewatch that moment alone, where Claudia yeah. shoots herself in the head. I Drop, love it so drops much. Her, yeah. Drops her like a bad habit, as uh, yeah, as, yeah. as Jim Ross would, uh, would occasionally say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It it was one of the fucking coolest moments of the not to, not to start cursing, but it was one of the coolest moments where it's like she's just like, you know what, screw Adam, screw Eve, I'm gonna do my own thing, yeah. and, and it's like you know pulling a gun on herself. I'm going to Disneyland. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to Disneyland. But old Claudia like, is just like so slimy. It's such a good performance yeah. from that actress as well because like the difference is really subtle. But they, like you look yeah. at like Claudia and how like how kind of grounded she is and then you look at old claudia and it's just like oh, i hate you immediately yeah. and uh, it's it's yeah she had it coming yeah and like the like gunning down her alt self was because like the moment where like the alt claudia like sort of realizes oh i'm about to be shot is yeah. very very interesting where she's like ah oh, this wasn't part of the plan i don't think you know yeah. i just got a gun pulled on me and then she just like, rolls uh, up with a with a ponytail to 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 eva afterwards like hi it's me your friend yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hello i am claudia yeah. <laughs> i am your claudia not the other claudia yeah, yeah. she's so funny um I, I i love claudia like that moment is just absolutely gold um okay so i thought uh we've talked about most things we've got two two more things to talk about i think well i i've got a big point to make as well and i'm not going Ooh. to i'm not going to let emmett go until we discuss it well but i'm I'll, not gonna i'm excited okay. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make a point here and then maybe okay. it's a similar idea that you're making i okay. want just to know uh emmett's initial reaction slash how does he think when it was all explained 
of Jonas getting shot. Okay. Oh, oh, as in like the the diversion timelines. Yeah. So at the end of episode four, was it no, five? Five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. End of episode five. Yeah, end of episode four is where we find out about the unknown and where he yeah. is on the family tree. So end of episode five is when Jonas gets shot by a slightly older uh, old Marta who comes out the back yeah. of the back room, comes and shoots shoots him. And then you're like, hang on, what? He's just dead? I think you yeah. you immediately said, you, you, I think you probably, I think we talked about this earlier in the week, you immediately thought, well, obviously there's going to be some sort of split timeline going on. And then we, it's, yeah. it's revealed that during the apocalypse, there is a moment that it, you can actually split timelines. And basically, Jonas was, at the same time, taken to uh, the alt world with alt Marta. But he also, yeah. in, the, in the timeline where he wasn't, he ran, um, he ran into the basement. Yeah. yeah, he ran down the stairs to avoid the apocalypse, which is always a good rule of thumb. If you see the apocalypse coming, go to your basement, you know, uh, hide in there if you can. Or jump in the water, Elon. Jump in the water, jump in the water, jump in the water in your basement, just fill your basement up like it's an indoor pool, Yeah, and <laughs> get in the basement, jump in the water. Um, Double effect. Well, again, because we, we had sort of, um, the alternate timelines bit, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Like, the moment he got shot, I was like, okay, so, like, obviously, you some version of Jonas has to grow up to be the the stranger or and uh, then Adam otherwise the whole timeline ends right here and like we're midway through the season and I don't think the last couple episodes are just going to be like everyone chilling in the new timeline yeah um so I was like okay so obviously there's a diversion point and when they explain the diversion point I was like okay that's interesting so there's the timeline where you know Marta alt Marta is not interrupted and then there's the timeline where she is and she is pulled back. Again, I, I don't know necessarily then. So does that alt Marta then get killed by the Adam? Because that means we see the other alt Marta get murdered by Adam using the most expensive abortion machine <laughs> yeah. I have ever seen in my life. Uh, you know, so it's like, so is that alt Marta the one that gets killed, and then the other alt Marta the one that gets uh caught by uh Bartos, then the one that gets scarred and becomes yeah. Eve. The one, you the know? one, the one that gets killed is the one that uh Jonas meets in the alt mm. world in in Winden High School, and then she. Well, they're, she... They're, they're they're all the same alt Marta. Like they all 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 the yeah. all the alt all the alt Martas at you know um at not I'm not gonna. I don't want to ruin anything, but if there are any, I'm not like obviously we have to talk in general generalities here. They yeah, all, but... they they all they all rescued Jonas. Well, yeah, yeah, that is true. Mm. Um... So they all rescued Jonas. The point in which the alt martyrs sort of um, change is when well, whenever Bartos takes. Yeah, no, so he takes her before she rescues. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah. So the one the, before she rescues um, Jonas. Sorry, I'm thinking of like they all meet Jonas. Okay, yeah, they yeah. all they all meet Jonas when he goes yeah. into the town. But when before before she goes into the thing, yes, yeah, Bart is it Bartos takes her. Yeah, and and she, no, she's not the one. She's not the one actually, and I don't know. Whether... No, the one that Bartos takes is the one that will. Um, I, I can't remember what's in episode eight and what's not. So I'm, so I'm being yeah. tiptoey here because Conrad, there's there's a there's a there's a different time when some different people take a martyr. <laughs> no, I, I think the stuff. That, I think we've well, seen. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll pause that. Well, for for my perspective, hang, I, hang, I think we've as... seen. I know, guys. I think we've seen that. I think we can. Yeah, we can, I'm pretty I, sure we have. I, but... I, I th- Magnus and Francisca go and take Marta when they're on. She's on the bike with Bartos. That's, yes, that's, they, that's yeah. the that's that's where the old Marta goes to Adam, and then and then eventually, yes. and then she, then she goes to the past. Uh, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of yeah. different. Well, well, okay, this is really complicated. <laughs> She gets taken by Magnus and Francisca. Then she mm-hmm. goes to rescue Jonas. Then she gets mm-hmm. taken. Then she gets like split by Bartos. It's it's like really yeah okay that's yeah that, that's so it. the one that doesn't rescue Jonas, <laughs> the one that doesn't rescue Jonas goes on to become Eve, I think, and the one that does rescue Jonas, I think, gets killed by Adam in the future. Again, it's a little bit confusing, but. I think that they're specifically killing the versions of themselves that have more connection to each other to avoid, you know, uh, the plan going yeah. awry. Well, the so thing, yes, like... you're right. You're right. In the fact, and the fact actually is, at the end of episode seven, I believe, you know how mm. Adam turns on the machine and nothing happens, and he's like, what? "Yeah, what?" And that's because he didn't realize that that 
that Eva had actually got Bartos to rescue her. You know, so yeah. He, yeah. he he actually didn't know there was another origin baby inside a different martyr's belly. You know, he thought yeah. that that the one he was killing was the only one. You know, yeah, which is a very interesting. So it's like you know they they specifically so we spent uh, a lot of time in this the the third season following two versions of our main characters who end up perishing horribly and in very painful ways and yeah. then like we're following their alternate versions that yeah. you know don't have all the same information or don't have the same connection to each other because of that so it's like oh that's that's rough you know it's it's very bad. cool um very cool that that plot point is um mentioned like on the radio uh right like i think it's in episode two uh they, they literally hand it to you and say this is what's gonna happen um yeah but um, episode two of season one, isn't it? No, episode yeah. two of season three. When oh, when Claudia Claudia's looking after uh, Regi- uh, Regina, um, yeah. there's a radio broadcast where they say, "Oh, time stood still for a nanosecond," yeah, yeah. and that that's affected tides and all kinds of stuff. And it seems yeah. like it's just a little kind of throwaway bit of bit of kind of world building. And then on reflection, it's like, "Oh no, yeah, that's actually like it's one that's... of the biggest parts of the complicated mess we have in this season." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the other thing, Conrad, did that cover what you wanted to say? Or you no, not not in the slightest. Oh, okay. I'm very okay. Um, I, okay. You go yours first, and then I'll go okay. mine last. Okay. So, I'm just going to say it. There's a couple of glow ups in this season, and a couple of um, a couple mm. of re- real, real bad bits of makeup and uh, and just general looks. So, my my big question to you, Emma, is. Um, on the, on, I mean, this is my opinion. On the glops, and we've got you know, obviously, stranger looking like Nikolai Tesla by at, at, mm. at the at the beginning of this. Um, very sexy. Very Bartos, sexy, Bartos yeah. looking like Patrick Bateman. Uh, oh, Bartos, excuse me, looking like Patrick Bateman. And then we've also got uh, Eva's dodgy wig in episode seven, where she tries to make herself look like she's not a woman in her seventies by like dying her hair. <laughs> and Bartos yeah. is Bartos' fake beard uh, when <laughs> when Celia <laughs> when Celia is giving birth. Well, how did you feel about the? Um, the, the 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 trials and tribulations of I guess Bartos is actually one of the main <laughs> the, the yeah. main victims of this, but yeah, you could say that Bartos is one of the main victims in general with yeah. everything that's going on. You know, obviously we make fun of Bartos in the early seasons, but yeah, season three really made me sympathize with the poor boy. He's like <laughs> every he's everybody's pawn. Like he is the guy who knows the least of everything and is just getting used and abused by people who were at some point his friend and I just kind of feel bad for him on that point. Yes, his beard is very dodgy in that yeah. scene, but him as an adult, good on him. Like he he's looking well. He had Did a nice you... happy relationship, though it does get undermined when he realizes yeah. that the children it's all part of the plan still. Yeah. But I I'd like to think that he was still happy for most of his yeah, marriage. I think, like I think he and Celia had a legitimate relationship. I I do yeah. I, I find it very funny in that scene where Celia is giving birth and Bartos young Bartos young uh, has the fake beard and then because yeah. they're playing so fast and loose at that point with the with yeah. the timeline it's like 5 years later he's turned into old Bartos. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like Jesus what happened to you in those 5 years Bartos? Well he had a child. Uh, it, it, um, yeah, that yeah. is true. Yeah, you had a child. It, it tu- turned all- It's the same thing with like uh, Star Wars, where it's just, like episode uh, three to episode four for Obi Wan, where it's yeah. just like you have become a whole different person, and it's not been enough time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> also, there's a the conversation that in uh, in in the standards of like 1910 or whatever it was. Being, oh, yeah. being at the birth of one of his children is absolutely fantastic. But in the standards of modern day, because he is a modern man, let's not let's not yeah. forget. He missed the birth of one of his kids, so that that yeah. was uh, that was shameful for Bartos, in my opinion, and that, that's why he didn't redeem himself in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Bartos, bad friend, bad father, uh, bad husband, bad what, hair. What, 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 I, what, I would, what I would have loved is when he was handed his child, he just went yakpa. <laughs> 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 that would have been so good. Uh, and then he walks in, and then, then the next one's a girl. He says, "Not Jackpot." <laughs> yeah, not Jackpot. Um, uh, I, I, again, he is like he is a Bartos is like a really believable little shithead when he's like yeah. a teenager, where he's like you know he likes to think he's better than he is, but he isn't. I, like I think it's like it's hard not to like on some level have sympathy for him. Obviously we joke, but it's hard not to have some sympathy yeah. for him because it's like he just goes through so much shit and like he just you know is at, like because everyone else seems to have like a little bit more like freedom to a certain extent, 
you know, and like gets that, but like he just gets pushed around by everybody, and there's nothing he can do about it, you know. He and he, he's like around. one of the only people who stands up to the stranger as well and says, like, yeah. you are literally turning into Adam, and like, yeah. and you know, Magnus and Francisca. God love them, but they are at best neutral in that whole thing. They're just like, look, we're yeah. in love. We're just going to hang out, I guess. Yeah. You, you you burn yourself up if you want. Um, whereas Bartles at least rages against that to some extent. Yeah, and we we theorize that um, like everyone makes the connection and sees mom being like, <clears throat> is Noah future Bartos? And it's like, no, it's Bartos' son. And then it's like, ah, he gets pushed around by his own son as a, as a priest <laughs> yeah, who yeah, manipulates yeah. him. Just like, oh, God, the poor... Poor bastard. And, like, the fact that, like, I love the moment that, like, he storms out, because you get the feeling that he's basically maybe about to, like, just leave and be, like, go somewhere else. But then he gets pulled back in with Celia being, like, yeah. you know, appearing in the rain. And he, he gets sort of trapped in that life. Yeah. Again. So he's always, he's always being manipulated by somebody, and he's just not smart enough to ever quite recognize that it's happening until he's like too deep in yeah and like it's like he can't like when like his son's born and he realizes that this is noah yeah. and he like he has that moment he's like he can't do anything about it because it's like he still loves Celia and he he he, he doesn't want to abandon his family yeah so he's just like oh I, just just, like, like, I guess you're gonna kill me with a pickaxe in about 30 years time or about 20 yeah years it's time. like yeah it's time to die i guess <laughs> <laughs> oh and i do enjoy the fact that like you you figure out obviously that it's like oh no you know it's like (laughs) it it never goes well for him you know i'm gonna be honest with you i knew that was bartos the moment i saw him (laughs) oh it looks exactly like him like yeah yeah Yeah. i did not that 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 guy was was, uh yeah it's like he they look so similar that it that's like i think the best bit of casting in the whole show yeah well it's like i I did not necessarily peg up it was for me it was like a slow realization afterwards where i was like Oh no! Because I was like, "Where's Bart? Like, where's their version of Bartos and all this?" And then I thought back, and I was like, "Ah, oh, he was the one that Noah kills." Uh, yep. Oh yep. no! Uh, and to in his start to darkness, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, poor, poor, poor Bartos!" Like he just, uh, he never, he never gets that freedom. You know, I, killed with a yeah. with a pickaxe to like the shoulder as well. Like it's right, a horrible right, way even, to die. Right through the collarbone. Not, yeah. Yeah, not even to like the head so it's instantaneous. <laughs> like just he gets to like slowly bleed out for yeah. a bit before his son finishes them I'm off. I'm not convinced that would kill you in one hit. Like Yeah, I'm it wouldn't I'm reach assuming your heart. He, yeah, I'm assuming he took like at least a couple more hits, but you still have to wait. And I imagine getting a pickaxe pulled out of you is not pleasant. <laughs> you know? uh, imagine. And also and also the knowledge that like your son is killing you for the word of a man that you know is full of shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, he, he, Bartos must have believed it a little bit because he did get the tattoo. He did get the tat. He got inked up yeah. at some point between when we last see him in episode seven of season three and. I bet you. I bet you it's two. because of Cilia. Cilia convinced yeah. him. I, I bet yeah. you it was because, like, you know, obviously she's into guys with tattoos. Yeah. yeah, she's in with guys' right. tattoos, and she's died in the wool, like, believer of Adam, because she's been raised in that environment, so she was, like, probably the voice in his ear, keeping him with the group until he was needed to die, you know? Oh, mm. God. Yeah. All right, well, there or, we go. I'm, pr- yeah, I'm pr- yeah. That's great. I, I, I just want to know, Emmett, last thing we'll do here, is just, do you have any, like, you know, I think you've already mentioned about the, the power plant. Any other theories for the last episode? Oh, I feel like you know. How's this so going to end happily? Explain to me how the, how we get from where we are at the end of episode seven yeah. to a happy ending. A rosy, uh, rosy happy ending where everyone gets what they want. Um, yep. I feel like the only way we're going to get even remotely a semi happy ending weirdly involves destroying both timelines and like creating a third timeline, like a like a third branch where things can go differently. Maybe it's in destroying the power plant. Maybe it's in destroying something else, or maybe it's about creating something new. Maybe but it's like, Maybelline. Feel, maybe it's <laughs> Maybelline. But I feel like Adam and Eve's <laughs> timelines can't exist without um, without pain being caused. And also, it, it's probably a very silly thing. But like, if you were to add another branch to the infinity symbol, it would become like the triple symbol that is so. Uh, apparent in the show where it's like three circles sort of like I don't remember what that Triketra. 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 
to get her like that it would become so like if we were to create a third timeline using what they know from these two timelines so like their timelines would not be fixed they would unfortunately be gone and probably destroyed forever but they could create a third timeline where like things worked out and you know if nothing else at least we would have a timeline where things you know turned out semi better Hmm. obviously the big sentence of the or the big thing of the show is the end is the beginning and the beginning is the end so you know the the ending is somehow going to tie right back into the beginning of the show in some way we kind of had that in episode seven didn't we we kind of yeah with the the montage yeah. yeah the montage but like i feel like you know the end is the beginning the beginning is end. i feel like there has to be some sort of tie in to like the original first episode so maybe there's some sort of change that has to happen there to like become the end it's it's very complicated this season has thrown me through the loop a lot and i'm very curious on how this is going to end but i yeah i feel like the only way to have even like a semi-happy ending is for adam and eve to maybe work together finally and be like okay new timeline everyone gets reset you know like we're gonna try this one more time it's like uh it's like it's like avengers endgame Click, yeah. Your yeah. Finger, click your finger. We want everyone back, but we want everyone who's still now here now to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spider Man's dead. Yeah. Spider Man's dead. <laughs> that's like that's Poor how, Peter. That's how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Poor well, Peter. All right. Awesome. Thanks very much, Emmett. We'll we'll see you next week uh, for the finale of Dark. I'm I, I'm gonna have a sh- I'm gonna have a streak of grey through my hair by the end of this, nice. just with the amount of emotional whiplash <laughs> I've gone through. You know, just like. Beating me around, you know. Rogue. Yeah, you'll be, you'll, it'll look lovely on you. It'll look lovely on you. Oh, thank yeah. you. Um, it, it'll be better than the little cheesy beard Bartos has. It'll be a good way to see that you're one week older. <laughs> right, guys. Let's move on to the next segment then. Egmont will not be there, but Conrad, you will. See you in a minute. Back into the void, I okay. go. We're back with Conrad. And Conrad, tell us, what did you find out about season three on your rewatch? Um... So I don't, I don't know if there was like that much that I noticed this. Oh, in fact, actually, that's a lie. There is one thing I definitely did notice this time around, and that is that the song that I really liked that Katarina is listening to when her mum comes in and hits around the back of the head is a song called "Is This Love" by Survivor, and I listened to it a lot this week because I was like, oh, this is an, (laughs) it's an absolute banger of a track. Um, That's great. Narratively speaking, I don't know if there was that much that I really noticed that hadn't. that I didn't pick up the first time round. I think what really struck me this time round was just kind of like revisiting the deaths of a lot of the characters in this series, which we have spoken yeah. about briefly with with Emmett. But like, I'd forgotten how brutal Burnt's death was as well. <laughs> like this, oh yeah, the, it's really horrible the way they kill him, and it's especially when you know that like he's, um, I guess, do we don't know if he and Claudia are alive, right, by the end of this, like, once the timelines are fixed? Um, well, we know, you know, we don't know if they're alive. We know that they did exist yeah. because they're in the photo, but we don't know if they're, yeah. if they're alive. I'd, I'd imagine, because it's played as so happy, I'd imagine that they are still alive. Yeah, but, it's yeah. just it's just weird to see. I suppose, actually, uh, like, the point... Burnt, of, probably, let's be honest, Burnt's probably not alive. Yeah, that's a fair point, because he was, he was old in the 80s. Um, he would have been, like, 110 or something. <laughs> like the emperor just like yeah. <laughs> wrapped in a rope <laughs> yeah. um because the point i was going to make was that we don't actually see that much horrible stuff before the surviving characters at the end but that's just not true on reflection because mm-hmm. we because we see we see katarina and hannah and and peter all have horrible things happen to them um but it still struck me that burnt's death is very brutal i stand by and i know you're going to disagree with this i know you are but i went back and watched it and the image of the bodies in episode oh, three. God. Listen, I've t- I've taken a screenshot of it. I'm going to send it to you after this, uh, listeners. If there's not a screenshot on the screen, Anthony is rewriting history here. Like okay. I'm going to send right. you the screenshot of it. Check the tapes, okay? It's it's Benny and um and what's his face, Jurgen, and then an unnamed body that looks very much like the youngest Gary with the kind of cut on the lip, and. So are you suggesting... I don't know. I don't know how this works. I'll be honest. That when Marta was put into that superconductor abortion machine, 
the baby within her <laughs> was was taken by the dark matter. Yep. It grew and traveled through time, and then its body turned up in 2020. Yeah, it grew in like subspace somewhere, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like and then and then was just and then just popped out at the age of like 12 or however old that kid, <laughs> kid is, right as the disaster in the prime window was <laughs> was happening. Right. Unfortunately, I, I could get behind that. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. That that <laughs> like why why is there a cl- this is the the problem with this theory is that as as you know you and the listeners know like i tend to like be pretty good at about spotting like visual clues when it comes but unfortunately sometimes a picture is just a picture <laughs> like yeah, yeah. and uh and because i because i'm like looking out for that stuff i'm like there's the significance to this like it reminded me of when there's like that that uh file for an unnamed character that Ulrich is looking through when he's investigating the murders and i was like this character is going to come back in a big way i can't remember the name they're never mentioned again um uh, oh yeah yeah so, um i'm really i'm really looking forward to seeing this picture now because yep, i'm, I'm just, telling you i put it on the screen and you be the judge it'll listeners. be there you like get in touch with baron Bardo and yon shafris and you tell them to explain themselves um the other thing that i did notice which again is a very small thing but it's it's um it, it stood out to me was that i i didn't notice that it is actually burnt and greta and helga on the posters for the nuclear plant yeah it's interesting isn't it yeah i just seemed i seemed odd to like i'd assumed it was you know some you know german family that they they'd got to pose for them um it makes it really funny <laughs> because yeah, it's like Bert actually well, feels like he's he's the one bringing the wealth like, yeah it's a bit like the, it's a bit like daniel plainview from yeah there will be blood yeah no it's it, yeah it's very much that and it but it's just funny as well knowing what their actual family dynamics are like where it's like you couldn't have maybe got a slightly more suitable family to represent the uh this nuclear dream that you're bringing to vinden um well, it turned out to be actually pretty accurate. Uh, the, the the family was a bit of a doomed family, and so was the town. So yes, yes, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I I guess the only other thing I, I we didn't really get a chance to mention uh, or to, to even ask Emmett this question, but I think uh, episode five is still one of my favorite show, uh, episodes in the whole in the whole series. Just so much happens in it, like the deaths of Katarina and Peter, um, yep. and it's got that like lovely long take of like Jonas and Altmater outside the caves as they like kind of debate what they're going to do and like kiss for the, the I, camera dances around yeah. them, doesn't it? i think it's the last time they kiss before he dies if i'm not yeah. mistaken because he dies at the end of that episode in fact yeah so it must be um, oh, no, hang on was that but was that did they did they do that kiss after they'd already had sex yes yeah, yeah they'd already had sex is. at that point i think yeah they must have done oh, they have sex you... at the end of season at the end of episode four when yeah. it's revealed yeah, yeah. gary is revealed yeah yeah that's right because yeah that they yeah episode five is at the end of that jonas is killed or, or um one mm. of one of the uh prime Jonas's is killed um has there, has there ever been like a distinction made between those like the naming of the different timeline versions of each person not really i i just call i call in my own mind, I don't think I've ever said this outside, out loud, but the one who does, gets to the basement, I call him uh, Adam, Adam Eunice. Oh, okay, Adam. yeah, that makes sense. I just, uh, yeah, it struck me that I'd, I'd not actually, um, not actually um, thought about how to name him. Um, and yeah, episode eight, still, still heartbreaking. I still, mm-hmm. I still like, you know, the, the, the sentimental heart that I have. The, I'm, a, I'm a romantic soul. And I still hear, you know, about um, um, what's his face, Marek, and um, I can't remember his wife's name. Sonia, Marek and Sonia. Yeah. Anagram um, of Jonas. Yes, yeah. Um, American Sonia's baby being called Charlotte, and uh, Hannah choosing to name a baby Jonas. And I'm like, you know what? They're still in there. They're still in there somewhere. <laughs> Who knows? What? What? Maybe, maybe the the stars will align in Torben Volans' DNA. <laughs> and, and somehow our Jonas will come out of that <laughs> of that union. I don't know. Listen, I'll be the first to admit I'm not a biological. So I'm not a biologist. I'm not a, a DNA expert. But in my understanding, is that anything? But if can Torben's got it in him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now's the time to show it. Yeah, Torben. come on, Torben. You've done literally nothing this whole show. <laughs> that, this is your moment. Um, but yeah, it's still it's it's just as good as it was uh, the first time I watched it. It's still such a such a touching ending. The sort of Matrix scene in the in the sort of place between times where they see each other as children yeah. is still like just one of the most touching things I've ever seen. Um, this idea that they've just they're perennially linked to each other is mm-hmm. is so is so profound and touching. And uh, yeah. yeah, fuck fuck the other Marta. Like the, 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 the one for the first few seasons. 
yeah. Fuck her. Like, I do love that. Like, they kind of just, like, they're like, ah, oh, she's dead. Don't worry about it. <laughs> she she was just, like, the only reason, like, I like to think of it, like, she was actually, like, she was a real proper victim of this show. Yeah, because, yeah. Um, the only, it's always implies that, like, the only reason Jonas was, like, infatuated with her is because... Because of his because, because his, his link with the other Marta, yeah. yes. Like she's so she herself is a deja vu of what he actually wants to yeah. be with. Yeah, and like and and his infatuation with someone who isn't even her gets her killed, which is mm-hmm. like that, that's a really good point. Actually, it is it is incredibly tragic that she basically is doesn't even get like properly loved, I guess, because you know they don't really have a chance to to have a relationship before she gets killed. Um mm-hmm. and uh, and then she's erased from existence <laughs> without yeah without any any real song and dance about it so and and even the fans don't really care because we got another Marta <laughs> coming yeah. in you know yeah yeah we replaced it's her with Alt Marta really really like her, her, she has one of the most tragic endings actually when you think about it yeah she definitely does but but she should she should have went with Bartos if only he didn't say nice hair that was not a good opening line Bartos yeah you know? I mean once again and yet another crime that we can lay at the door of Bartos <laughs> yeah. He got her killed. Like, in in, in many ways, yeah. If he had, a, if he was a better, if he was a better guy, and uh, and actually would treat her well, because like she didn't have that link to jo- to Jonas, so she could have actually been convinced that Bartos was the better fella. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, that's a good point as well. She never saw she she never saw Jonas in the in the cupboards. Uh, on, she, yeah, the she just fancied a bit of her nephew. <laughs> yeah. She just she was like, you know what. I'm a teenage girl and I'm allowed to have some fun and yeah. uh, and little did she know that she was getting involved in things way above her her uh, like her level of involvement in this uh, in in this series. That's that's a real like shame on like that's like a real big thing on society, isn't it? Like when when uh, when when guys want to have a little little fun with a family member, it's it's deliverance. And when 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 Marta wants to, it's girls just wanna have fun. Yet another double standard with this woke feminist culture. Okay, that's a joke. I know the best movie podcast, Cruella Thumbnail, might have led you down a different road. That that dislike, you know, that hits hard. But uh, we we don't mean that. We don't mean that. No. Um, okay, <laughs> stamp that out right now. On that dour note. But uh, yeah, well, yes, like, Dar- no, still no, a very good show. Marta's still a very good character, and she's allowed to sleep with whoever she wants to sleep with. She's a grown woman. She is. She is. Um, okay. Well, not the eyes of the law. Um, no, that's a fair point. Uh, you know, I'm not. <laughs> she's allowed to sleep <laughs> like, with who she wants to sleep. With. I've done, I'm just digging myself a bigger hole. Yeah. Stop. All right. Okay. Well, thanks very much, guys. We'll be back next week for uh, Emmett's reaction to episode eight, as well as a head-to-head uh, quiz between Conrad and Emmett. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, if I'm, I I'm... if I get absolutely battered, I apologise in advance. If it's draw and I'm gonna go to <laughs> if it's draw and I'm gonna go to a uh, sudden death question, I'll tell you the sudden death question now, Conrad. Because you're going to get it wrong no matter what. Because I know you and you're too, you have too much pride as a man. <laughs> the, the question will be the unknown character on the pictures in the uh, in the in the in the future apocalypse world. Uh, is that the youngest Gary? And you will have to say yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I can't. I can't not do it. I can't not do it. Yeah, and and I, the answer will be no. I'll fall, uh, I'll but... fall, I will fall on that sword if that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Subscribe to the channel, all that sort of thing. Like the video. Uh, let leave us a comment if you want to have a chat. And uh, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the After Dark podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode.